Welcome to the SIFT podcast. Our goal is to cultivate real conversations and sift through challenging topics, coming together with different perspectives, because this is real life and we can only get through it together. How's everybody doing? Is everybody feeling good tonight? So good. <laughs> Great. I love that everyone's good. <laughs> I don't. I like that laugh. I like that laugh. <laughs> I'm glad everybody's doing good. We're doing fantabulous. That's wonderful. Hi, Lemon. Hello, Lemon. Lemon. Special guest, Lemon the cat. Hi, babies. That's funny. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get right into it. Our get What the Heck, it, Ohio. Yeah. Oh, are you ready? Yep. John Davis faces $500 fine for dropping $1 on ground. Hello? <laughs> huh? <laughs> what? Here we go. I bet it's for littering, that's my guess. So John Davis didn't come up with the phrase, no good deed goes unpunished, but it's understandable if he now believes. Davis, who lives in Elyria, Ohio, recently exited a freeway off-ramp when he saw a man in a wheelchair holding a sign with a religious sentiment and also a request for help. Having a brother who was paralyzed, Davis sympathized with the man's plight, reached into his wallet, and grabbed a couple of bucks to give to the man. But when he stretched his arm out of his window, one of the dollars fell to the ground, requiring the man to bend over and pick it up. A few minutes later, Davis was driving and a Cleveland cop pulled him over and what happened next shocked him. He proceeds to tell me he's pulled me over for littering. To the police what? officer, the drop dollar bill violated section number 613.06 of Cleveland's municipal codes, which is littering from a motor vehicle. His offense was listed as throw paper out window and in parentheses money to panhandler. Oh. As a result, Davis faces a $500 fine for one dropped dollar bill. Are you kidding me? Police, police officials refused to comment on the ticket, but one newspaper points out that Davis may have been cited incorrectly. Another city ordinance states it is illegal to transfer currency to any person standing on a street or highway. Davis said he admires the Cleveland police and isn't trying to start trouble, but doesn't want to pay for simply trying to help out someone less fortunate. Yeah. Right. I don't mean any disrespect toward the police department at all. We need them, but I just wish I didn't have to pay this ticket. Davis told Fox8.com. Still, the experience has made him less likely to give money to those in needs. I'd like to do it again, but I'm petrified I'm going to get a ticket, he said. Listen, that cop was just trying to get his quota okay Mm. like that's ridiculous like what happened to me today did you guys see my snapchat today no i did okay so i left church and you know how um after second service i don't know about first but after second service they usually have a cop directing traffic because it's a lot of people yeah so um a cop was coming the opposite direction i was leaving he was coming and he pulled like right on the side of the road right by the first driveway of the church and was still facing that direction. He just parked. So I passed him. I just pulled out. I wasn't going very fast. I was going the speed limit. Excuse me. And he looks at me. He gives me this look like through the window like I was doing something wrong. And the only thing I could think of is I had my phone propped up on my little holder. Yeah. But that's not illegal to have a holder for your phone. Right. And I wasn't like texting or anything on it. <clears throat> Maybe he thought you were going to. I don't know. Did he and see you put your phone in it? No, my phone was already in it. Oh. Hmm. So... 
uh, he gives me this look. And right when I pass him, he turns around and starts following me. And I'm like, what, what the, the heck? heck? I wasn't speeding. I wasn't doing anything I wasn't supposed to. It was broad daylight. My lights were on. Like, what in the world? So um, I'm like, okay. I normally go straight at the light. I'm like, I'm going to turn right because it's not the main drag, you know? Yeah. So I turn. He turns. He's following me. Maybe he wanted to me. ask you why you were leaving church so early. I don't know. <laughs> but he he's tailing me. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? And so I am keep checking to see if his lights are on. His lights aren't going on. So now. Was he cute? No. I'm screaming. So now um, <clears throat> his lights aren't on. And so I'm the speed limit's 45. I'm going like 44 because I'm like. This is strange. Like, it seems like he's trying to find a reason to pull me over. Yeah. So I so I'm like, I'm not going to go exactly the speed limit, because what if like his says I'm going 46 and he's like, you were mm. you know what I mean? Like, because some cops are jerks like that. And so I set my cruise at like 44 because I'm like, no, you're not going to give me a reason to. I would have gone too <clears throat> slow. I did. I was going too slow. No, I would have gone under the speed limit. I was. Once. Like a lot under. Oh. <laughs> they can pull you over for that, too. Yeah, yep. that's what I was worried about. So, And then I would have said, you're discriminating against me. For what? For being white. Exactly. Oh, gosh. Anyway, so <laughs> he's tailing me, and I'm like, okay, like, are you going to turn your lights on? Like, what's going on? So then all of a sudden, we drive for quite some time, and he slows way down, gets, like, backs way off. Pulls into a driveway and then turns around and goes the other direction. Well, yeah, because he was leaving his jurisdiction at that point because you were driving into Hubbard. I was driving into Hubbard. Yeah, he's Coitsville, so he wouldn't have been able to pull you over anyways. Really? Yeah, they can't pull... uh, Like, another cop from a different jurisdiction can't pull somebody over in that. Yes, they can. No, they can't. I thought they can. No, they can't. Really? They're not allowed to do that. They can call for, like, backup from that other, like, Uh city or town, but they can't pull you over. So he was legitimately trying to find a reason to pull me over. Oh, for sure. It was so weird. And he got too far and was like, all right, let me go back. (laughs) Like, what did I even do, sir? So if I'm on the highway, obviously I'm not in Niles, and there's, like, a Niles. state highway patrol can pull you over. But if there's, like, a Niles police officer, whatever, And you're in Youngstown, he can't pull you over? No. Oh, Maybe that's why all the Weathersfield cops drive through here, but they don't pull anybody over. Maybe. Because like they drive through Niles all the time, which I don't know why. But there's Niles cops and there's Weathersfield. There's always like a camel cop or a Lovo cop, but like they can't pull you over. Really? Mm. It's not their jurisdiction. That's so wild. And I don't remember passing a sign or anything saying I'm entering Hubbard, but I was going that direction. Yeah. Well, it doesn't take long to get to Hubbard. Or maybe he just decided that he just didn't want to pull you over. It was just so weird. Like he gave me this look. So the, the cop, t- the cop today was trying to get his quota, and the cop giving the five hundred dollar fine was getting his quota. That's absurd. Ugh, rude. Get out of here. That that poor man. Now he's not going to want to help anybody ever again. Right. One time I gave a homeless man uh, French fries out of the window. I was sad. Like you gave him just like a couple fries out of your hand. No, you gave I him, like the container. <laughs> Here you go. Here's two lone French fries, sir. No, I just here's got the bag Mc- fries, sir. I had just gone. <laughs> I had just gone to McDonald's and got a burger and fries, and he had a sign, and I was like, I feel bad, and so I rolled down my window, and I was like, I don't have any money, but you can have these French fries. I think I ate one fry, and he was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. That would be wonderful. So I gave. I would have f- given him the whole thing. Oh, you can have my burger. I, I already. Bite, I had already eaten half the burger, so I couldn't. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I, I started started eating the burger, but you can have my fries. And oh. he was like, Oh, thank you. So I gave him the fries, and then um, I still wanted fries, so I stopped at the other McDonald's and got fries in the way. <laughs> 
Why? Screaming. I thought I deserved fries because I just did a good deed. <laughs> so maybe that man can just give fries instead of money. Maybe. He can't get fined for giving French fries. That's... I mean, unless they consider if you drop a fry on the ground, unless they consider that. Like, Sorry, I have my window open because it's hot in here and that sounded like a car. Someone had a loud muffler. Yeah. It's fine. You want me to close it? I think it's fine. Unless somebody starts hooping and hollering, I think we're good. Yeah, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, we'll be Apartment right. life. Apartment life. <laughs> all right, y'all. So let's go ahead and jump into the episode. Um, in this episode, we are going to be talking about the man, the myth, the legend. Not really a myth. So the man, the legend... Mr. Jesus Christ. <laughs> for real this time, though. Because we were supposed to talk about him before, and we didn't. But for real this time, <laughs> for we're real. talking about him. This is actually happening. We're talking about Mr. Jesus Christ. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> so I have a question for y'all. Okay. I'm going to start off the episode asking y'all a little question. Uh, who is Jesus to you? Or Ooh. when I mention, you know, the name Jesus, like what pops into your brain? Mm. Ooh. That's not a simply answered question. It's not because the first thing you want to go to is, oh, like son of God, he's he's like the Lord. He's my savior. He's the one who's seated on the throne above all God on high above all the earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so why I think I'll go. It's like, yeah, it's like oh. I know. Yeah. But like, how do I express it into words? Yeah. I just see him as my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's oh, my look best at you friend. making it easy. That's, That's my, my best homie. friend. He a real got his own. He Anyway, my bestie. Yeah, yeah. He's at the altar. I be crying. Cause he saved me. Oh, that was good. But yeah, that, that's like, he's just my best friend, you know? I, that's a good way to put it. I love that. Yeah, that's the I homie. I love that. That's the that's homie. Jesus, Jesus is Christ homie. is my... I was just going to say you that, know, you but know. I thought you I... You were. She wasn't going to say that part. I, I wasn't, I mean, wasn't going to say that. <laughs> she was going to let you say it. <laughs> um, I guess, I mean... I want to say provider. Mm. Okay. Because I feel like... In the moments where I'm like, feel like I lost it all or like am at a loss, he somehow come through. Right. Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Yeah, I heard that song. Maybe I thought you were Maybe I Jireh, you are enough. Maybe I do know that song. I probably would have to hear the whole thing to get it. Yeah. Or the intro. It's a black church goodie. Brendan, if you listen to this episode, you know that song. I probably do know it, honestly. I went to Liberty Campus. I'm sure I know it. You know it. I'm sure I do. Um, What do I want to say about the man, the myth, the legend? There's so much to say. So much to say. Um, <sighs> Come back to you. I just like I I don't even want to put it No, I'm going to say this. He Why are you coming at me? Um I'm just going to say that he just gets me through in general. 
Period. Because, like, no matter what happens, and, you know, there's even times that something may be happening that I struggle with, you know, trusting that he's good and he's going to do what he said he's going to do. And and I'm sure all of us have those moments. Um, But at the end of the day and the end of the situation or whatever, there's always a, a moment of clarity when he, he moves in a way that I never thought that he would be able to do. Mm. And whatever, whatever I was going through, either the problem gets solved or something I've been waiting on comes to fruition or whatever. And he just like, does it. And then I'm like, how could I even have doubted? Like, how could I even have gotten past this without you <laughs> cuz won't he do it won't he do it he just get, he just gets me through not to get too deep because yeah. i'll start preaching if i don't stop now hey not that there's anything wrong with that hey but it's not my episode go for it okay well i love y'all's answers um and i loved your answer thank you so um I heard this song a couple weeks ago, and it's called Not Jesus by Pastor Mike Jr. We love Pastor Mike Jr. Love him. He's awesome. Doesn't he sing, and it's gonna be big? Yes. I thought so. God's Mm -hmm. about to blow my mind. That's him. Um, And he starts off the song with, don't cancel me. That's not Jesus. Oh. That's the first line. And I was like, oh. Oh. Okay, I'm like, this is about to get juicy, okay, right? cancel culture. <laughs> um, so he goes on to say, the truth is, the next generation is leaving. They don't believe. They can't mm. figure out how could the God of oppressors and God of oppressed be the same. Mm. And then in his chorus, he sings, Black Jesus, apocalyptic poetic image, but not Jesus. Blonde hair, blue eyes, white Jesus. I hate to say it, but that's not Jesus. Mm. The real question is, who is he? The lover of my soul, not the judger of my clothes. He'll take me as I am. Grandmama said, give me Jesus, the one who died, the one who saved my life. When I was lost, he found me. When I was sick, he healed me. Do you know that, Jesus? Mm. Come on now. Mm. Adding to my playlist. (laughs) Then in the next verse, he sings, they may never walk in a church, may never hear a message after this. Will you please do me a favor wherever you go? Please help them see Jesus. They gave you a reason to go off, but for the love of God, please help them see Jesus. I know you. I know they don't love you at the level that you love them, but please help them see Jesus. Ooh. We may not agree on his appearance, but we can agree on his assignment. So help them see Jesus. Mm. Mm. And it's it's a really beautiful song. I encourage y'all to to go listen to it if you have not listened to it. It's a really good song. Mm. Um, but. I brought that up because I feel like a lot of people have misconceptions about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And um, most recently, if you haven't heard about them, there's a campaign called He Gets Us. Oh, I haven't. They had, well, they had two commercials during the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. Oh, 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 oh. oh. And then the the Love Your Enemies. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I did see that. Yes. And. Uh, they also have a website where they post blog style articles and I'll share a couple of the titles. So they have some that say be childlike, love your enemies. Jesus loved the people we hate. Mm. Jesus invited everyone to sit at his table. Jesus was fed up with politics, too. Mm-hmm. And then they have another one and it's called He Gets Us Has an Agenda. And um, I wanted to break down that article real quick. Um, in the beginning, they pose a question. 
and it says, how did the story of a man who taught and practiced unconditional love become associated with hatred and oppression for so many people? Mm. I just want y'all to meditate on that. And I'm going to read it again. Yeah. How did the story of a man who taught and practiced unconditional love become associated with hatred and oppression for so many people? That is so true. Mm. Because people keep putting the Jesus stamp on things that he would not be saying okay to. And I would say that, you know, these past couple of years, I feel like it's intensified. Yeah. You know, but, you know, the minute you tell someone you are a Christian, you know, you get immediate rejection and judgment because... People have specific views that, you know, say that they're a Christian, they're a Jesus follower, and they have Mm -hmm. specific views against certain communities, certain different types of people, people Mm -hmm. who have opposing views um, that are different than them. And they kind of just stamp. uh, They stamp Jesus on it. They stamp Jesus on it Mm -hmm. as if that that's, you know, Jesus's thoughts and how he feels as well, even though it's not. If you hear a big, loud noise, Gabby's closing the window. Just do it. Okay. Um, but right that's it that's exactly it like people are stamping jesus on governments and people are stamping jesus on um uh churches that are doing things they shouldn't be doing and well even if they're just stamping it it's more like they're just like misrepresenting jesus yeah because we're called to like be like jesus yeah Mm -hmm. that's a that's your goal as a christian is to be as much as jesus as you can be right like to be refined into like shaped and molded in the image of Christ because we are built and made in God's image. Mm -hmm. And so he sent Jesus not only to save us, but to give us an example. Right. This is how I want you to live. Yep. Right. This is how, like he is the perfect man and he did it. Yep. This is how I want you to do it. And people are just not representing Jesus well. Right. So then people look at a Christian and they say, Oh, well like, you're a Christian, but you're, you're gossiping or you're a Christian, but you're, you struggle with this and you have, you have a, you know, alcohol addiction or like you do this or you just yelled at that man. Like, yeah, you just pushed an old person down the stairs, you know, like what, <laughs> what an example. I can't think of anything else, <laughs> but it's like, but we're all human and we're going to fail and, you know, yeah. sin obviously, but people look at us and expect us to be perfect and represent Jesus well, but just some of us just don't represent Jesus well. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were created in his, in God's image. We are his image bearers. So if this is all that people, you know, who don't believe in God are coming into contact with, then they start to believe that that is who God is. And that's just not true. Right. You know, we weren't put on this earth just, you know, like Gabby said to, to shame people, to belittle, to degrade, to make people feel less than we were put on this earth to love one another and to show compassion and to lead people to Christ. And it's that scripture, you know, like Ephesians 432 says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. And mm. Ephesians 42 says, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. You know, like this is, this is biblical. This is scripture. This is what he you know, uh, what's the word? This is what he commands us to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and sorry. Um, and so I wanted to say that, you know, Jesus was radical. He shook things up. 
He was flipping tables. Okay. He <laughs> was fearless, never backing down from doing what is right. Nope. He was vulnerable, allowing us to get close enough to know him. He mm-hmm. was compassionate, entering into our pain. And he insisted that every person mattered. So yeah. this mm-hmm. hateful, divisive, man-made religion version of Jesus that unfortunately people have been introduced to mm. is not him. Right. And um, that's definitely something that very recently, like I've shared with you guys, that's been really on my heart to like mm-hmm. to emulate Jesus and um, to follow him wholeheartedly and no distractions. And mm-hmm. I really want to do a better job at at sharing the gospel and sharing the good news. Yeah. So on this this episode, so for anyone who's listening to this podcast episode and you're struggling and you feel alone and life feels heavy, I want to share the good news real quick for those hey of now. you who haven't heard it. Gabby, we might need some preaching. Just maybe. <laughs> because Celine, I feel like Celine's got some words. <laughs> some good words. Yes, Lord. She said, yes, yes Lord. Lord. Turn to your neighbor and say the good news. I said, turn to your neighbor, say neighbor. Neighbor. We are all sinners. We are all sinners. And have fallen short of the glory of God. And have fallen short of the glory of God. We are broken. We are broken. And lost people in need of a savior. And lost people in need of a savior. So insert Jesus. Insert Jesus. The son of God. The son of God. Born of a virgin Mary in a manger. Born of that mother Mary. Who lived a sinless and perfect life. Sinless. And then look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. 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 He looked at you. He looked at me. And said he loves you so much. He loves me and you and them. And them so much. So much. That he is going to take on your sin. Take it on. And die on the cross. And die on that cross. The wages of sin was death, y'all. It was death. That was supposed to be our death. Uh, Oh. But God. But God. Hey. Jesus died on the cross and then rose from the dead three days later and then not immediately but ascended to be at the right hand with his father in heaven. And he did that that just for me, Celine, right? Just only for Gabby. Only for for Gabby. Mm. Just for Gabby. No, he did that for everyone. Everyone. And the fun fact that I recently learned, I don't know why, maybe I associate it with like he he rose three days later. I thought that he literally like came back to life, resurrected, showed all his peeps like, look at my hands. What's up? I'm here. Yeah, hey, I'm hey, Jesus. Hey. I'm here. I've defeated the devil. Eight. Hey. And then went right back into heaven the same day. Like, no, no. he was here for like, what was it? 40 days. Something yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, I didn't know that. And this is the thing. I don't know if like I just didn't pay attention. I was drawing too many flying spaghetti monsters on my on my bulletins. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm missing stuff. <laughs> but um. Like, there's, like, all these things as I've been diving in trying to, like, find out actually who Jesus is and not who Jesus has been portrayed to be. Right. Um, I'm finding out all these things that I never knew. And I grew up in church. Here's one. Fun fact. When Jesus rose from the dead, okay? Yes. Uh-huh. Like, when the veil tore, the tomb shook, like, rolled away. When he rose, other people that had passed away also rose what i told you this i've told you this i didn't know this do you know this celine no let me let me pull up the verse so his resurrection just reached other people it was so powerful no like it's the the power that people walked into the town (gasps) because they had hold on i didn't see how did i 
what know this what hold on y'all. while she's looking for that did you also know that when jesus was getting arrested there was a naked man running around no yes <laughs> did y'all know that jesus actually asked god if there was another way he did Mm-hmm. I, that i didn't know i yeah, didn't know said, that take, lord take this cup from me mm-hmm. because i that did know I did that know. because that that part makes me like you know because that what changed the game for me yeah because i'm like you know he was you know he was fearless or whatever and then i'm like how can we be re- like how could jesus be relatable if he had no fear and went straight to the death with no fear no he did he did like he felt those feelings of fear and like i don't want to do this but he did it anyway and now i'm like when i don't want to read my bible or when i don't want to spend time <laughs> with him i'm like dang you didn't want to die on the cross for me but then you did but you did let me just open let this just up open it up <laughs> Let me just get a couple verses in. Let me just let me just let me open up my Jesus calling devotion. Let me just let me enter just, in. Let me just press let in. Me just, yeah. Hey, did you find it, Gabby? I'm looking for it. Okay. I did not yeah. know that. That's wild. That is really wild. Wow. Man. God is so good. Like I. Oh my gosh. He's so good. We're so undeserving, but literally, that's another reason why he's so great. Like we don't deserve it. I know. And, and that's another thing is that like the gospel is that like what's crazy about the gospel is that it's available to you and not if you follow the rules oh, or are perfect. I'm sorry, I found it. Go ahead, continue. But like it's simply by believing. Yeah. Like just believing with your whole heart that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. Yep. Ephesians two eight through nine says, "For it is by grace that you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves; it is the gift of God, mm-hmm. not by works, so that no one can boast." Mm mm. Because the love is just given. Right. Ready? I'm ready for the people raising Okay, I misinformed you because I misspoke. Oh. So it wasn't when he rose from the dead. It was when he died. (gasps) So when the veil was torn, he died. That's even more shocking for me. So then Jesus, this is Matthew 27, 50. Then Jesus shouted again and he released his spirit. At that moment, the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two. From top to bottom, the earth shook, rocks split apart, and the tombs opened up. The bodies of many godly men and women who have died were raised from the dead. What? They left the cemetery after Jesus's resurrection, went into the holy city of Jerusalem and appeared to many people. Okay, so they rose from the dead and stayed in the cemetery for three days then. Because it says after the resurrection, they went to the town. I'm assuming they were raised from the dead then... They left the cemetery after Jesus's resurrection, oh. went into the holy city of Jerusalem and appeared to many people. Dude, that's wild. That is wild. But literally, it's just, I have you ever heard this in church before? No. Growing up, I have never. And this is in Matthew. It's not even like in a random like judges yeah. or like, you know, whatever random what? book of the Bible that people like isn't very popular right you know like especially you think you hear about this on easter because you could really like you could really like spin this in oh go ahead give us a word give us a word welcome to easter sunday okay because listen he died for our sins and he rose again and all these people rose rose when he died and walked into the city with him even though we don't deserve it and we should be dead we should Mm. be dead because of all the things that we have done everything that we have said everything we have thought we do not deserve to live again 
And yet, mm. because of what he has done for us, mm-hmm. we get to go unto the people with him in his name to show what he has done for us. Hey! Hey! How have hey. we never how have we never heard that in church? I'm just hey. upset that I'm finding this out. I'm 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 about to be 25, and I just found this out in the last few months. There are probably people that are in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and don't even 70s know that. that probably don't even know. You know how many times I've read Matthew, and I've, it just totally went over my right. head. Right, I've read it multiple times. Read it multiple times and just missed it. I think because wow. there's so much going on that I'm like trying to fathom. And you know what I but think it's like, it they is? Just don't talk about it. Why? But I also this is what I also think it is. I think like especially when you're reading the Gospels, you we grew up in church, so we know the whole story of Jesus. We know all the. Yeah. I think because we already know, we're when we're reading, even if we're trying to like be diligent with it, because we already know, there's things that we can miss because we're making assumptions based yeah. on what we already know. Yeah. And I think I think that's what makes um, me a little bit jealous of people who were not raised in church that got to meet Jesus for the first time as an adult because they don't know all these stories. And when they read the Bible, Mm -hmm. they can experience it from a position that none of us can have. Like they literally can read it. And find out all these things that we probably have missed. Like we're desensitized. Yeah, yeah. Because because we know we that we know that we know. Like I know Jesus walked on water. We know that. Like know that. But there's probably details in the Bible that, you know, haven't been, you know, touched on in church because maybe it's not like a super significant detail. But yeah. to us it's like, what? I mean, but that's a significant detail to me. But I mean like I'm 27 years old. I have never heard that in church. And obviously I haven't noticed it in my reading, not saying I've studied the Bible deeply. I should, but I haven't. But like people who, you know, get to meet Jesus, Jesus as an adult and are reading the Bible for the first time and meeting Jesus in that way. Like that is such a special thing Mm -hmm. because there's things that they're going to be able to learn that we have to find out later and get past what we already know Mm. and go deeper in order to find it. Like the children's version of it, the PG 13 version. Like I didn't know Noah was a drunk, you know? Right. I didn't know that. I'm going off of what veggie tales told me. Yes. You know, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Like, like, uh, according to VeggieTales, uh, when Jonah was in the whale, there was a choir there. Okay. And they were like, praise the Lord. He's the God of second chances. Your resort. Our God is the God of second chances. Listen, if like, you believe God's love is true, then you should know. But can you, what you should do? If you believe God's love is true. Then you should know what you should do. Hey! Can you imagine those people, though, like having their loved ones that were dead just walking into town? Can you imagine being that dead person coming out of the grave? You'd be like, what? Like, in the world? Hello? Like, hello? Hello? Is anyone there? That's probably why they waited. Why am I naked? (laughs) Three days for them to go back into the city because they're like, I thought I died. And there's all these people. Like, can you, Can imagine, you imagine that? Okay, so this is something that I just found out. I was reading, I was in my quiet time, and I was reading First uh, Thessalonians. And I don't think I've ever read First Thessalonians. It randomly just like kind of came up. I kind of was just like, I don't know what to read. And then for yeah. some reason, I was like, First Thessalonians. Let me see if I can find the specific scripture. But uh, did y'all know that uh, when we die, 
we don't go like straight to heaven yes like there's just like we're just in the ground that's there's something like i a, had to unlearn that's just that's, like a waiting period which is like my whole life yes, I wait thought that's why that we go listen i know we're not supposed to get it you, you know revelation's kind of a touchy and we're not going to talk about it but that's why it says the dead in christ will rise first yeah wait. when jesus comes back and the dead in christ will rise first those are all what Yes. So yeah. when Jesus says on so the cross, just, when he dies, okay, okay, he says to the, th- the thief, you'll be in paradise with me today. But like, it's kind of like time is not a time. Is a, it's like not a thing for God. Right. So what? it's like you think that you're going to die and you're in like this limbo. Well, yes, but like it's not. Look, OK, ready? So first Thessalonians chapter four, starting at 13, it says, brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death. So that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again. And so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. According to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. Yep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with the loud command, with the voice of the archangel, archangel, and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we will be with the Lord forever. Yes, Jesus will come back, and then the dead in Christ will rise, mm-hmm. and then we will meet with, with them in the air. Yes. Wait, so what? So yes. what they? Which is why I'm saying That's scary. I don't like that. No. The, okay. Why is that scary? Limbo? No, 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 no. no listen. We're just sleep. Listen. Listen. Sleep. Listen. Sleep. Listen. Is that still recording? I'm just making sure. Yes. Okay. Listen. Okay. Limbo. Relax. I, Listen. Brianna, relax. Listen. Look at me in the eyeballs. Okay. I'm panicking. Why? You're no, sleep- this is normal. Listen, because this was my my reaction when ah. I realized that I had to unlearn everything that I've learned. Okay. I had to unlearn you like we go to heaven, but not boom, right? Like there's two what? judgments. There's your when you die, okay like you're there's 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 i'm still trying to learn it there's the two judgments okay there's the one and then there's the final one like there's there's two i don't know if that makes sense am i making sense kind of okay like i don't want this to turn into a revelation episode but like it's not like you're in this you're in what jesus says on the he's what he says to the thief on the cross right yeah go back to that story where he says, Lord, remember me when you like go to your kingdom. He said, surely I tell you today you will be in paradise with me because he died with the thieves on the cross that day. Yeah. The one mocked him and said, yeah. like, if you're really the king of the Jews, save us. And the other one was like, Lord, remember me mm-hmm. when you go into your kingdom. And Jesus said, like, you will be in paradise with me today. So he got to go but everybody else sleep. No, no. In limbo. That's paradise. You're with Jesus. But that's not. I'm confused. Isn't Jesus in heaven? That's that's what. So he's hanging that's out. That's what we have to understand. He's hanging out in limbo and not in heaven. There's. It's not limbo, Brie. It's not like you're with the Lord, and your soul is at rest with Him. But the final judgment has not happened yet. The final judgment happens when the like the the rapture happens. Like that when that happens. Like so when all that happens. So you're thinking of it as like. Like, 
you have to kind of understand that the mysteries of the Bible and of this world, some things we just will not fully understand because we are not capable of understanding just like one day to us is like a thousand years for God. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or what is the opposite? A opposite thousand years for God is a, wait, that a thousand years for us is, is one day to us. him. Yeah. So it's like time is time does not make sense to God. You know, like this, this is why he's like, I am all knowing you guys. He's like, you guys are not God. You guys do not judge you guys. That's for me to do. He's saying, Yoke is easy. My burden is like, he's like, I have that burden. He's like, I'm God. I have that burden. That's my responsibility. I'm going to worry about that. I will take care of you. I will provide for you. You will not understand all of these things. You can try. You can try to, and I can give you some kind of, some kind of understanding. And, but there's things like the mysteries of God that we just will not fully comprehend. Just like we can't comprehend time. It's like a totally different thing for him, you know, like we'll never fully understand. Like that doesn't make sense in my brain. One day for him is a thousand years for us. That's a lot. Like how? And then also like when you're praying, like how does God listen to billions of people's prayers all at the same time? You know, it's like he gets a computer like Bruce Almighty and he gets in his emails. (laughs) But it's things like that. So like (laughs) we can we can go deeper into it on another time or like just you and I or whatever. But like we will never fully understand the mysteries of God, why he does what he does, why he made us the way that he made us. We just won't ever understand it. But we do have hope in Jesus that he saved us and we will be in paradise and we'll be in heaven with him one day. But come on, preacher Gabby, it does get overwhelming. And I know you're feeling because I was there. Sorry to interrupt, but this episode went way longer than we expected to. So this is now part one of our two-part series. Tune in next week for part two of Deep Dive. Have a great week.